You're listening to Blue Yonder with your hosts, Jim Jones. No Peters in this cast. Peter Street. And introducing Aaron Hubbard. Blue Free and Peter Free. I don't know. We kind of got on a kick of Ultimate Geek stuff. Like hmm. Ultimate Geek Houses. And I was thinking of this. One thing that reminded me, uh, I was listening with a friend to a Dane Cook CD, which, God help okay. me, I know. What? Okay, what? I know, I what? know. Wait, wait, wait. We need I know. To Let's just, can we just can this. we just move past? Uh, okay. It was inflicted on me. I'll give by you this someone one. With boobs, and I had to, I had to listen to it. So, but one of the things he's talked about is like you know, Dream House, and he's like, when people, you know, you talk about Dream House, like people don't really realize that. It's like, you know, Dreamhouse, like, what if you, instead of hallways, you wanted canals? Like, you just swam from room to room. And, like, yeah, he got into yeah. this, like, his dream house and it had, like, trap doors. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, what would be, like, an ultimate geek home? And the only thing, I, I, I know that what a geek home has to have is a basement. Oh, yeah, yeah, must have. I mean, because that way, if you ever find a geekette, and, you know, I don't care how hardcore the geek it, geekette is, when she moves in, she will want to fucking banish the geek stuff to some dark realm, and that's what you need a basement for. <laughs> nice. But um, I think a geek house has got to be energy fucking efficient. It's yeah. got to have, like, Space Age R52 insulate, the kind of house that's so energy efficient that when you turn on a bathroom fan, it doesn't draw unless you crack a window. <laughs> Like okay. it, it's just, the kind of the kind of house that's so efficient that the government actually pays you for electricity. The, the kind of house is so efficient that your 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 refrigerator running puts enough ambient heat into the environment that you don't have to run the heater in the wintertime. And your and that's actually is also connected to the internet. That's a must. That's, have. that's right, right. You know, because you might want to know. You might oh, want to yeah. know what temperature it is. Like, you want to say alert. you're getting a bowl of cereal, you're getting your milk, and you want to know a perfect recipe for, I don't know, a shake, a protein shake in the morning. So it's got a screen built in the front. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. see, I was no, thinking it's just those, like, right? you'd give it, oh, I, yeah, now that you mention it, that was I thought you were going the angle like, you know, it gets above 40 degrees, it sends you an alert. Oh, it d- it d- no, it never gets above 40 degrees because it's all automatically controlled. Well, I know that, but I'm saying if it failed. So it's like you'd be monitoring it like as a, on a failure mode. Yeah. I, I no, get that's... off on that, you know. That's totally something that an Ultimate Geek Home has to have. I mean, it's got to be all automated and all uh, connected so that you can get alerts. You can set things from your phone. Like, I want to be able to, while I'm at work, look at my phone, see everything that's going on in my house, mm-hmm. and be able to change any setting from there. Like, let's say... Agreed. Like, like, what do we... How do we I feel leave about a window sur- open. How do you well, feel about surveillance? Close it. Um... I'm not huge on surveillance, but I think it's a necessary part of a geek home. I think every room should have adequate audio-visual coverage for the reason that you specified. Like, if you want to remotely check up on what's going on in your house. Sure, yeah. And, you know, I mean, the thing is, is, like, that can kind of be icky, I guess, or some couple... If you were an unscrupulous (laughs) geek, you know, and you were using it to surreptitiously record, uh, you know, maybe with an infrared... Uh, uh, filter and, and spotlight system bedroom activities you know you, sure, you, you yeah. have to yeah. you, there's some gray areas <laughs> there's some disclosure and privacy problems but I, I think, think you make I, everyone sign a waiver when they come into your house I, I agree I, but <laughs> I think the idea like you know just the, the, for the cool things like say you're having the ultimate ping pong tournament uh-huh. you don't have to worry about recording that for posterity your fucking house is doing it for you <laughs> 
Absolutely. And it maybe man. has and like then a... it automatically saves it to a hard drive, which is connected to your television, so you can automatically play it back mm-hmm. immediately. I think it should have a minimum thirty day retention time that automatically recycles, and then if you decide, hey, I want to see or I want to, re- you can save it off to some external system. So pervasive cool. surveillance. We're going the Orwellian. Awesome. Okay, well, let's go back to gaming for a minute because okay. there's something that we saw at. Uh, well, Pat wait, 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 wait. Before we start on the gaming, I gotta, we, okay. I, I, I still want to. We got to work the foundations a little bit more. I mean, okay. obviously, if it's geek home, we're running four inch conduit to every room. <laughs> uh, but what sure. is inside yeah. that conduit to be? Do you go with the fiber or do you go with Cat Six? Because really, mm. Cat Six is the robust. I, I, I mean, fiber is great. See, I don't know anything about Cat Six. But the the thorough puts you get fiber is impressive, but oh, you yeah. have to pay so fucking much money for the routers. For like well, example, we're, we're I mean, talking the ideal. We're talking like Bill Gates, like it, oh, like no limit. But I'm still, it's you like, have you, to because but still it's like just spending money for its own sake. I mean, for example, to get you know eight gig fiber s- switches, mm-hmm. okay, sixteen port is going to set you back like twelve thousand dollars. Sure. Not to mention the fiber itself and the fact that you need eight nine hundred dollar fiber cards. You know, and the Jeep, you know, it's, it's, it, it quickly spirals. It, it gets expensive. I mean, we do that in our data center at work and it's an eye opener. And when you look at some of the Ethernet technologies they got going up, there's, there's pushing four and eight gigabits. I mean, you wonder why. Why are we spending this much money? Honestly, I think if you don't go with an unlimited budget on this, it kind of becomes too hard to really pick things out because geeks have a lot of things that they want and like, I don't know many geeks who could afford, for instance, we said that one thing would be setting up a LAN center in the basement. Mm-hmm. It's where we have eight computers. I don't know many geeks who could afford, like, eight high-end computers, all the networking equipment. I, I mean, I'm sure they're out there, but you can't really say, well, do we compromise on the processors in these systems because it costs too much? No, you would have the best of the best. Okay, so let's say this. We're going to run fiber and about four strands of Cat6 to each room. Sure. That yeah, way, if we got a fiber optic backbone, should we choose it? But mm-hmm. on devices like you know your kitchen, your refrigerator, you're not going to run fiber to that. You're gonna you're sure. gonna you're, you're, you're gonna run you're gonna run Ethernet. No sense. So it's like that. That's a good. And it's like something comes out better in the future. Pull it through the conduit, man. That's what it's for. Yeah. No, I like that. All that shit's got to terminate down to a proper network closet too. Oh yeah. Everything punched down, nice and neat, organized by you know color coded. Have a nice rack. It's got a maybe dedicated air conditioning system to keep it nice and cool in there. <laughs> Speaking of networking closet, that, that reminds me of the time when I was living with uh, Psychonuts, and we had this friend. Can't remember his in-game name. We'll just call him K Man. Uh, and he would come over and play Counter Strike all the time. Mm-hmm. And the only computers there were me and Psychonuts computers, mm-hmm. and we wanted to play, but he would be on our computers. So what we did is we got a somewhat shitty computer built it into the closet mm-hmm. and when he came over we would make him sit in the closet and play Counter-Strike and literally one night he sat in the closet playing Counter-Strike all night Psychonuts woke up the next morning and he hears these gunshots so he's like what the fuck is going on and he goes out <laughs> of the living room, opens the closet door and the dude's still sitting there playing oh my been playing god all night. and you have to understand the screen is like 3 inches from his face because it's yeah, a fucking right. closet. It's a closet you got no it's room tiny. to get back <laughs> no, no. So that that reminded me of that. Well, I mean, we're talking about um, 
Yeah, what the hell were we talking about? Network closets. That's how you got on that. Yeah. So I think that you know the other thing we gotta have like solar. Like the oh, roof, sure, every yeah. the, the roof of the house has to be fucking solar panels with a nice battery system, so you're actually holding this charge. And and yep. I, I want it to wear on a sunny day. Energy company's paying me. Yeah. Oh, and the wind, meter. I want to see that power. meter fucking run backwards. Yeah. <laughs> um. Absolutely. I want the meter to be a windmill. The other cool thing I had, and actually had we, we uh, there's a certain time a, a few years back where I was actually thinking of building a house. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I actually designed in was a observatory on top of the house. Like, like on the roof, an eight foot dome that you could rotate around with, you know, and put a nice big piece of glass in there. That's kind of cool. That's a little unconventionally geeky. Like, there aren't a whole lot of astronomy geeks. Right. But. That's totally geeky. But this, this. And I would love to have something. This like house that. was like the where I was, the site was like 10 acres down in Shelbyville. And it's, you got a pretty good dark skies down there. Oh, yeah. And like you sure. could actually have, there's all kinds of interesting things you can do with a 10 to 12 inch piece of glass. You can like get a digital camera, hook it up and do asteroid finding. Oh. I mean, you know, it's, 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 I, I think that that would be an awesome idea for Geek House. I mean, plus how cool would it look? You pull up and it's unmistakable. You got a fucking observatory yeah. dome on top of your house. Would you would you paint it like R2-D2? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a must. I think it would be appropriate. I think that would be a must. Uh, we also need to talk about, like, what sort of built-ins we need. Like, where do you put your screens? Because... Um, because you don't want your screens always out and about, I think, when you have I think, an unlimited budget. You uh, kind of want them built into walls, things yeah, like that. Well, well, I think that for your main screen, it's got to be projection. Yes. High def projection yeah. and... And some little stadium seating. And I, I want to get that $100 gallon theater paint and paint like a 100-inch diagonal <laughs> surface in my theater. Sure. So it's just a frame, a big white frame. And people are like, what the fuck is that? And then you power it on <laughs> and it's beautiful. Yep. It's like literally the size of a small movie theater, and you have a friend of mine uh, that lives up in uh, Carmel mm-hmm. actually has stadium. He has a, a a theater in his basement with with like he's built a, a platform system. Yeah, and he's got these theater chairs that are like you know reclining with the cup holders and everything. Sure, and he's That's got like ten, he's got like ten seats, and it's <laughs> it's like all the windows awesome. darken. It's it's it wasn't as expensive as you think. I mean, obviously it's expensive. No, no, I had a. A projector in my house, uh, right? I mean, to do ago. it up really nice, where the, you got the the seating the seating stadium. Yeah, right, that costs mean, quite a bit more. Yeah, but, but it still wasn't like it's not much more expensive than getting like a couch and ooh. a couple recliners. Hell no, and no. the screen. Like, yeah, just paint the wall and get some stadium seating. Get some surround sound, you know? Sure. Yeah. I, oh, that's another thing. the The sound in this house has to be wired for every room. Yeah. Like, I if I want to play. I don't know, Beethoven's 10th or whatever, how many symphonies he wrote. Mm-hmm. I want to do it from my phone while I'm sitting on the shitter. Sure. I want to do it in my backyard from my phone. Why not? Whatever, wherever I am, I want to be able to hear the music that's on my system. Sounds good. And I think that uh, you're right. You should be able to have fine control where it's just a room, it's several rooms, mm-hmm. it's the whole house. Yeah. Speaking of that, I want every room to be fucking soundproof. Like that, like yeah. especially maybe not every room, but the bedrooms. When you shut the door, it should be a tomb. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like it should a have bank that vault. F- it should have an addition to be re- insulated out the ass. It should also have that special acoustic foam 
yep. and all the dead spaces of the walls. So it's like, you know, literally you shut it and it's because I, I like that's absolute quiet when, yeah. when, when I'm asleep. And I thing, like no light in my bedroom when I'm asleep. The uh, Well, the lights have to all be computer controlled, obviously. True. And and everything has to be voice activated as well. And motion. Like if I walk, like I want all uh-huh. the, I want all the lights to be off. And if I walk into a room, it flips the lights on. In fact, I wanted to be kind of like anticipatory. If I'm walking mm-hmm. down a hallway, 16 foot, it like walk. lights up as I go down. So I don't need to like walk into a dark. That's the thing. Sure. Again, another tip for the geeks, the ladies. That's the reason they lay, have the, they leave the fucking lights on all the time. Um, because they don't like walking in a dark house. It's scary to them. So you can either buy the CFLs and just let them burn the fucking lights on all the time, or you can have like constant point, pointless fights about turning off the goddamn lights. <laughs> or you can have a 21st century geek house that yep. like lights the path in front of you. But you have to be able to turn off the auto light thing. Yeah, you have to be able to they override just... it. There's where the voice comes in. Yeah, exactly. You say, computer, turn off lights. And if, for absolute certainty, I want to be able to say T Earl Grey hot and the microwave, like it won't actually materialize the T, but it'll know that it yeah. instance, you know, turn it'll on the microwave for 47 time. seconds. Yep. What temperature. You know? Yeah. It, 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 that's the only command I need the microwave to recognize, but it has to recognize the command T Earl Grey hot. Nice. Uh, speaking of bank vaults, one other thing that it must have is some sort of safe room or bunker. Mm. It's got to have a place where I have stockpiled my zombie apocalypse munitions to go down, get all my weapons, get all my food, and be safe from the zombies. You know what else would be on that same vein? Uh, self-destructing, like when you go into the safe room, you could be able to turn a switch and it'll self-destruct the staircase. <laughs> self-destruct the house around you. <laughs> or, or, I think the staircase, you know, just because yeah. obviously that's an important part of zombie proofing. Sure, yeah. So, so this safe room would actually be upstairs. Oh, it not, has to not be. in the ground. Of it down. What about floor? nuclear blasts? All right, there's got to be two safe houses. <laughs> okay, one that's in the base below the basement. Sure. So you're like 20 foot underground at that point. Uh-huh. That's your nuke. That's your nuke and tornado safe house. Yep. Then you got a safe house on the second or third floor. You know, maybe the the observatory is reinforced. Hmm. It's a reinforced cement dome. Um, it'd be a bitch to turn, but you know. And that's that's your zombie apocalypse safe house. There you go. I like that. Now, if you got a zombie attack in the middle of a tornado, you're kind of fucked. <laughs> which which one do we go to? Well, mm-hmm. which is what are the odds of surviving a zombie attack versus a tornado? Right, right. Um, okay, so should we move to the gaming room, the downstairs? I'm trying to think if there's anything because I like whimsical ideas like that. That 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 idea that Dane Cook, the unholy Dane Cook, had um, kind of caught my imagination because I remember as a kid thinking how cool it'd be if the whole downstairs was a swimming pool, <laughs> and you had like inflatable furniture. You like the 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 staircase was a slide, uh-huh. so you slide down and splash, and it's like oh, I, it would have to have like a fireman's pole from the top. Good the idea. Bottom. But I think indoor and in like okay, that's uh, obvious as possible, but what if we had one room that's like a ball pit? You know, XKCD, <laughs> shades of XKCD. Yeah. Or maybe you've got an indoor pool. Uh, and, and like yeah, I, I think cuz I love sure. swimming, I think I'd have to have an indoor pool that had one of those infinite infinite swimming pools in it. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, where they push water at you so Yeah, you can, and it's also swim. a hot tub. 
So it's like a hot tub, huh. and then you can push a button and turn it into an infinite, you know, so the water, the, the, so you could surf. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it would like, um, I don't know how you could do this energy efficiently, but it would like instantly maybe suck off the hot water and put it into a storage tank and then pump in like, you know, cool hmm. temperature water and then start the infinite thing. And then you can flip another switch and reverse it. It would move the hot water back into the thing. And, and I think it would just be so much easier. Well, I, okay, we'll take it easy out of the equation, I guess, because yes. we have unending money. So, okay. Yeah, we can do Or that we could do both. You have an infinite pool, and then maybe up on a dais, you have the hot tub. Sure. You just always have, you could go, you could go, you go from the infinite pool into the hot tub after your workout. Yeah, that's what I was just going to suggest, is two different pools <laughs> instead of one. Alright, so, let's, uh, we might have to come back, but I think we got a solid foundation here. Now let's talk about the game room. And we're right. like at the whole the whole floor, the whole basement is going to be a game room. Oh yeah. And it's going to be sectioned off into different types of gaming. I'm seeing the centerpieces are going to be ping pong table, pool table, mm-hmm. and then the third table, you know where I'm going to. Uh, oh, I know what that table is. Like, yeah. Clue in the listeners. Uh well, like I was saying before, uh this is something that uh, Aaron and I actually saw at PAX. I saw it at Prime and at East. And very, very cool. I had seen it before on the internet, but seeing it up close and personal was extremely awe-inspiring. It is the Sultan Gaming Table by Geek Chic. Oh, yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. It is like the most ornate, like handcrafted, literally handcrafted. They make these things by hand when you order them. They only make like eight a year. Is that true? That, I did not that know is that true. That was true. Yes, that's absolutely true. They, they will I, cost you your prettiest penny. <laughs> oh, definitely. Your prettiest. Uh, what this, is it? Like twelve grand? It's, it's like they've got. Well, first of all, I think that there is no one price. Mm-hmm. It's basically what you outfit the table as. Yeah. Because you can get, you can pimp that table out to the nth degree. Like, so it's like, well, we have to describe what the table is. So, uh, so, so, so I, imagine a large like a pool table. Yeah. To get the basic configuration. And, and like a, a heavy, thick, sturdy pool table made out of was, was like really solid, you know, hard wood. Yeah. Um, the tabletop is like smooth, like a kitchen table, but then it comes out in like panels, like planks come off, revealing like kind of like the old Roman Colosseum. How you had the floor, but then they could remove it to like flood the whole damn thing, and they uh-huh. had the catacombs. So, so, so that surface comes off and reveals like a felt, you know, covered, almost like kind almost of like a craps table, almost like a craps table, yeah. but it's designed specifically for like card gaming and uh, role playing gaming. Yeah, RPGs, um, minis. In fact, I think that you can flip the table surface over and have like a standard one inch D and D grid. For the whole table as oh, well. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. There is like eight positions at this table. Mm-hmm. Each one of them has like its own little writing surface. It has like hidden drawers for dice and for pencils, things. and there's cup holders, and like you said, little cupboards and drawers and slide outs for character sheets, little mm-hmm. places, you know, little shelves where you can have your miniatures and keep your statistics. Um, it kind of reminds me like if, if you've armies. ever been to Vegas. And you've gone to a really nice sports book, like the one in the Bellagio. Uh, the individual cutties that every player has at a sports book, where you know that's kind of like the vibe that the, the each player station is like that. Everything you need to keep track of what's going on in the game and be in absolute comfort yep. doing it. Oh, and you'd have to have like 
Herman Miller Aeron chairs or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some yeah. really, really nice chairs. Some really nice attached chair, or you can go the other direction. Like, again, I go to the Vegas Sportsbook, where they have these, like, super opulent leather... They're kind of a cross between a task chair and a recliner. Hmm. You know, like, so that's the closest thing I can come You have to have... Yeah, you gotta. You can't fuck up the chairs. No. You gotta have a couple sumo beanbag chairs down there, too. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like, like you know, so, like, if people are resting in between, uh, you know, rounds in a ping-pong tournament, yep. pull up the sumo, rack out. Yeah, I was actually thinking for the ping-pong table, you should have, like, screens around it so that people can, like, watch the different angles. That you're getting in your home surveillance system. That'd be kind of cool. On the fly. Yeah. You need like a ni- nice scoreboard. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Like Wouldn't it be cool to have like a faux, scoreboard? like NBA style jumbo? Tr- I mean, like it wouldn't, it'd be proportionate <laughs> size to the room. Sure, not, but it's not like 40 ha- feet wide. Yeah, yeah, but it's like hanging, it's like hanging over the pool table because the pool table's uh-huh. in the center and then you got ping pong and you got, and it's like keeping score for anything that you're doing. That'd be cool. It keeps track of the time, you know, and, and, and it's really easy, like push-button operation, remote controls, so you can increment and decrement. And, and then you can have, uh, like, some sort of microphone system hooked up where people can announce oh, the yeah, game. Oh, yeah, sure. Narrate sure. things. Not? Sounds like fun. But the Sultan, um, the other thing is, I think we have to make one modification. So we're spending yeah. $15,000 on a gaming table. <laughs> I think we need to custom order the largest Microsoft lot, uh, Surface. Yep. And install that son of a bitch into the Sultan. So Absolutely. one of the Surface options, if you remove the tabletop altogether, is the Microsoft Surface. Which, if you've ever seen the Surface demo for the RPG system that they've got, it is so freaking cool. Like you, you, oh, yeah. you, you, you describe it pretty well, Jim. What's how does that how does that work? Oh, I actually, I've only like seen the pictures of it. I haven't seen videos or anything, so oh, I don't actually, know how it works. Okay. No. Well, it's like you can set. You you got a mini, okay, mm-hmm. like a D and uh, your hero class mini, and when you set that on the surface, it recognizes the base, and somehow either with a sensor that's embedded into it, or perhaps like some kind of thing that the DGM can pre-program, but like out the well, so as soon as you set this mini on the surface, all like like a little radius style menu explodes from out underneath huh. the base of the figurine. It gives you all your actions, That's access cool. to your inventory. It shows all the statistics for the stuff. It'll like if you say move, it'll highlight all the squares where, where the movement can... is legal for, to. It knows wow. the terrain that you're on. That's awesome. It is like so freaking cool. So now you're talking about a thirty thousand dollar table, <laughs> but just it's your so, gaming table is thirty it's, grand. It's so worth it. <laughs> That's amazing. Now we talked about this the other night, like ringing around. So on the entire the the entire yep. outer perimeter of this basement is going to be like cubicle style seating for a, a land party, like a sixteen person land party. Anytime yep. you want it, like a built in bar with just computers sitting there ready to go. Yeah, and speaking of built in bar, oh, may, maybe, a it's a bar. U, <laughs> maybe it's a U. Maybe it's a U shape. So you've got like you know. Six six stations along one wall and four along the short wall, and then on the opposite short wall, full wet bar. Oh no! no. Why do you need to get up and go over the wall? I say there's a a draft right there, right at each gaming. Station. Oh, <laughs> you just put a. So they got beer on tap at each gaming. Oh yeah, station. you just put a tap right at each gaming station. I don't know. I like the few, I like the basement <laughs> bar, full bar, like like really nice wood brass. Yeah, then bar. you gotta have somebody like manning the bar. And no, I mean, they can. Everyone can go fucking behind the bar and get their own stuff. 
All right. You know, or lean across the bar and fill, you know. What would you have on tap? You gotta have uh, Guinness. I'm, you gotta have Guinness. Guinness is a standard, a staple. I would um, have, I would like to have Red Stripe, because that's my favorite beer. I'd probably have Hogarth. I know my friend, uh, Brushfire would have me have Hogarden on tap. Okay. He's a big fan. I'd say we're gonna have, uh, five, ta- we're gonna have five taps available. So Guinness, no brainer. I yep. want Red Stripe. You're saying this Hogarden. Or it's actually Who Garden. Who Garden. But, but nobody says it like that in America. <laughs> I, I don't know. Two more? You got two more? We're not having shitty anything. No. Not having Coors I mean, Light. You're not going to have like a Coors Light for like the chicks? <sighs> I'll have martinis for the Ooh. chicks. Cosmopolitans Good for call. the chicks. Good call. You don't want them drinking skunky beer. Yeah, I don't know. You want them getting sloshed on Heineken? Yeah, maybe. I'm trying to think of like you know. Oh, I know. The other two would be uh, Killian's Irish Red. That's pretty good. The other two would be Mountain Dew and Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that. You need a fountain. You obviously need to have a fountain machine. Yeah, and it has to be stocked with energy drinks and sodas. Maybe like it's like the bar, the wet bar. You know how the, the bartenders got those really pimp like. Um, dispenser deals where yeah. they can dispense soda water. Like, it's got, like, six buttons on it. Uh-huh. That's your fucking soda tap. So you can, like, squirt sure. yeah, Diet Coke, regular Coke, Red Bull for, like, Jaeger bombs, Mountain Dew, and soda Monster. water. And you got one other space that you can put, like, Diet Dr. Pepper, if it's my bar. <laughs> so, because if you knows me, I'm a huge DDP fan. <laughs> Loves the DP. Or, uh, I'm sorry. Diet, it's got to be a Diet DP. Come on, let's be fair. <laughs> trying to watch my figure here. Um. Okay, that's cool. We need a. We need maybe two main cabinets. No, 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 no. You're thinking so small, my friend. Okay. You need one, maybe two rooms full of original arcade cabinets is what you need, Ooh. and then a main cabinet mixed in. I'm just thinking you're talking about a basement that's like the size of a basketball court. Now. Hey, hey, we have no limitations. Okay, on what all we right. Can do so here. separate an arcade room. Okay, one one of the cabinets is going to be MAME, so you can yes. play every fucking yep. arcade game ever made. Must have. Then you'll have 12 or so classic, I mean, let's, let's like, I, I gotta have Space Joust. Space Invaders, Joust. I gotta have Joust, I gotta have Moon, uh, Miss, uh, Moon, Moon Patrol. Patrol, yes. I think you gotta um, have Dragon's Lair. Gotta have Dragon's Lair. You've got to have uh, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. The uh, multiplayer version. Cocktail version. Okay, cocktail, but multiplayer. Okay. For sure. Right. Maybe two cocktail tables. Maybe a Miss Pac-Man. Oh, Super Miss Mario Pac-Man. Brothers. You gotta have Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, the cocktails because that's a good place to like just kind of unwind, have a couple of drinks, you know, sandwich sure. or something. And that actually works well by the pool tables and the oh yeah, the ping pong tables and stuff. So I mean, I'm like I said, we'd have to we'd have to talk about like our actual cuts, but uh, yeah, but you, know, you gotta you, have a you whole. You want to have pool. like the top twelve uh, consensus games of all time? Maybe Defender. Maybe Battlezone, I don't know, Missile Command. There's so many of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Robotron. Robotron like, would oh be awesome. Um, I, I personally would like like a Gauntlet or maybe a, yeah. maybe like a four-player Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know what I would like is a uh, Ivan Iron Man Stewart off-road. Oh, <laughs> yes, you remember that, that game was awesome. The four steering wheels on the front. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. Or the other thing is maybe Street Fighter 2. Or the oh, mini versions for of that. Sure. Yep. So, and then like I said, you know, you, 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 we just want the classics because we got MAME for the rest. True. But the stuff to where you got to see the iconic cabinet art, you got to see, you know, you want the uh, real controls, you want the real screen, the authentic experience. 
Yep. You know, down to where you have to fucking put quarters in the machine. That's what the that's what the twelve are for. And obviously, the, it's got to be it's got to be dark. We got to pump in <laughs> smoke. We got to pump. We have have a smoke machine running at all times. Crucial. And we have to be playing eighties like Journey. <laughs> Uh, you know, Van Halen, yep, yep. Uh, is, Boston, Boston. It's got to be playing on uh, like a rotation. Absolutely, I, I, it has to be basically the exact room that we they had at Pax yeah. East. Only darker with smokier. smokier. Yep, because yep. that was awesome. Another thing you need down there, and I mean this this basement is growing to epic proportions now. But yeah. you've got to have a console room. I mean. That's true. You have to. Although you could probably dual say, purpose your theater for that. Yeah, I was gonna say dedicated console room. I don't know. I'm thinking that that yeah, that'd be a good place for the. The issue you know, is plus, that plus the, the basement you want take up basement, a lot of space. Maybe there's like two pull down screens. So anytime you want, you just pull down a screen. You got a projector to throw up against the wall, and that and you got. You you have to have every console ever made. The actual yeah. physical fucking oh, console. Oh yeah. Now obviously you need a like. You know, NES emulator, the big emulator, so you can play every game ever made. But you should have a healthy sure. collection of the classic cartridges and the classic machines, lovingly maintained with the original controllers, ready to go at a moment's notice. Absolutely. That, as someone who plays a lot of retro games and collects games, definitely, that's a must-have for me. It have to be done right. Like, I want, I want to see a whole wall that's just a bank of like, sh- like. You know, rack-mounted shelves that are holding like <laughs> Super Nintendo, Nintendo, Coleco yep. Vision, or Coleco Intellivision, cool, um, Turbo Graphics. If you go to digitpress.com, there they have the Room of Doom section yeah. of their website, which show um, all the rooms that people have set up with all their classic consoles, and there are some really impressive setups. Like basically, what you're talking about, just lining the walls with shelves right. and putting console after console after console right, right. right next to each other. And these elaborate, like, wiring That's what I'm thinking. Options, the switching like, system you'd need to oh, do all this would be incredible. It's intimidating, yeah. I, I mean, just hooking up, like, a 32X, a Genesis, and a Sega CD is intimidating. Right, right. So if you're doing that alongside everything, yeah. All right, I'm liking where this is going. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I have a feeling the gaming section is going to be the most elaborate part of the house. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, like, again, up top, maybe you would never even know this is a geek house because everything's tastefully done. It's energy efficient. You know, it's obviously techno because you got yeah. voice activation. The lights are coming on. But it's something that, you know, normals would, like, look at. But then you go into the basement. It's, like, fucking descending into <laughs> geek nirvana. Geek it's, paradise. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, the other thing is, I want the basement to be, the entrance should be hidden. <laughs> There should be like a panel. There should be like a panel that you like, like as a bookcase that you swing to get into the staircase. Sure. And then also, there's got to be a bust of Sh- William Shakespeare. You tilt back the head. I thought you were hit gonna a say re- Shatner. Oh, that's even fuck. You're right. A bronze bust of William Shatner. Yes. You tilt the head back. Hit the red button concealed by his neck. A wall panel slides open. There's two brass fireman's poles. This is exactly like Batman. Exactly like the Adam West Batman. Yes, I love it. I love it. That's, so that's like the like the true geek access. How do you to get out? The, I never understood how they get out. They take well, the I cars. Well, I think there's I another like a, there's actually a conventional staircase that you okay. can get out. You know? But it but it leads up to a trap door which only opens in one direction. Yeah. To get out. That's there's something. no handle that's on the other side. We probably get in, we might get in trouble with the ADA, you know, the American Disability Act for this house because you right. know, I don't I don't know paraplegics can can uh, screw them. Uh, <laughs> screw them. Wow, strong <laughs> strong statements from Jim Jones here. Yep. 
no paraplegic. Form. I gotta talk about other <laughs> forms of geekery. I need like a four car garage that has every freaking tool known to man <laughs> and I a was... full full mechanics lift. See, I was gonna mention this. Basically, you want Tony Stark set up, don't you? I do, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what you want. I mean, if I could get a holographic, explodable diagram oh. of engine block, that'd be even better. Yeah. But I want a workshop that's just fully squared away. Like, if I yep. need to do whatever, I don't have to go to a fucking parts store and buy the tool. I'm good to go. Yeah. And like I said, it's got to be like one of those. I want one of those adjustable mechanic lifts so you can put like a fucking truck. You can do a motorcycle, you can do a hot rod, whatever you got. You can work on a boat if you want. But it's got to have, like, you know. how you're going to get it in the garage. Right. But if you can, you can work on it. So I'd have, like, my daily driver in there. I'd have, like, my weekend sports car. And I'd have one bay taken up with, like, four or five motorcycles. And the fourth bay would be my my workshop, workstation. And a fifth bay with segways. (laughs) <laughs> well maybe it's like right? what, what do you call it like a four and a half car garage because my workshop needs to be big I mean th- there might be another like you know 16 foot section that's the add on to workshop that you don't have a car uh, a garage door for but it's you know we're sure. good to go so yep. gotta have segways though gotta have them yeah okay I'll give you a segway <laughs> I don't know why but I'll let you have a segway hey man it's geeky Wozniak's got a segway I need a segway I think my daily driver Honestly, it's going to be an electric car or right. a like uh, an S10. A Chevy S10 has been retrofitted to an electric drive. Which, by the way, huh. uh, I just got back from Beaver Island, uh, Michigan. Really cool place. Island in the middle of the Great uh, of Mich- Lake Michigan. I'm not even sure geographically how the island got there. It exists because it's not like a goddamn volcano or anything. <laughs> I mean, I'm not real strong on how, but it's really cool. It's like 12 miles by six miles and. I saw a Dakota Dodge Dakota Sport that had been retrofitted to an electric car. Very oh. cool. And I saw multiple Segways. Really? Uh, and multiple. What are those? What are those like smart cars that look like they're from a movie set twenty years in the future? They got an open cockpit, and like the wheels are out on spindles. But they were renting those cars. Oh, uh, the Roadsters. Those. Uh... It wasn't a roadster. I mean, it, it just like it was open air cockpit, but it's fully enclosed. But there was no sides, like, and there was like a little bed on the back. I got. Uh, are you sure you didn't get transported in time? No, it was. <laughs> yeah, I've not they, seen these. They, they were renting. They were renting these things. I don't. They might not even be like road legal. Who knows? Like that, huh. that's like a lot of. I, the one thing that really pissed me off is there's a company where, around where I live that sells these micro trucks. They're like barely big enough for two adults to fit in. Um, they get, they're like 55 miles to the gallon. They got a, they got a heavy duty suspension, a usable bed, so you can actually use them. But they're like, the, the, the bed's the size of a coffee table. Um, <laughs> they're for transporting they seat, coffee tables. Yeah, they're for transporting coffee tables. <laughs> they have seat belts, they have lights, they have everything you need. They run off the, they're, they're like turbo diesel engines, but they're not street legal because they're literally too small. Only in America can a car be too small and fuel efficient to be road legal. So this company sells wow. them for basically farm utility vehicles. Hmm. But you can't get a light. They're they're not. You can't get them licensed. Or they're not. You know. You can't drive them on on roads. People do, but weird. <sighs> I I swear. Anyway, get a little off topic. So yeah. I, I got to have a garage slash workshop because I do. 
you know, we might have a podcast about this future, but I'm into big into RC, like cars, mm-hmm. helicopters, airplanes. I need a workshop so I can build all this stuff. Yep. And the other thing the workshop's got to have is like a CNC milling machine because I want to be <laughs> able build to build parts. Yeah, I want to be able to like put in the plans for like the latest foam airplane and have it cut that shit out, and I just glue it together. Yep. What else we got in the geek house? We covered all the basics. Um. Wow. I'm sure there's so much more that we just haven't thought of. Going back to security systems, you got to have some sort of defense, not just surveillance. So you need like lasers and machine guns and all sorts of stuff in your front yard. Pretty sure booby traps are illegal. But, you know, like having a laser system kind of like out of Mission Impossible or um, what was that movie with Sean Connery? The Rock. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Sean Connery and uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yes. Um, it was like the ickiest relation, you know, May-December <laughs> relationship ever. Because he was like kissing her with them grease, <laughs> greasy pork chop stained lips. Um. Entra- was it entrapment or it was entrapment? But anyway, I want like that style laser room with yeah. visible, like maybe you can't use red lasers, but visible green lasers that would blind you if there's like a whole grid sweeping the room constantly, <laughs> just to look cool, you know. Sure, yeah. And the only way to get through is to do this acrobatic, you know, sexy routine <laughs> stepping through the room, like this crazy yoga routine you got to do to get from one store to the other. Well. What do you think? I don't know. Sounds like pretty. Sounds sounds pretty complete to me. You got uh, okay. Instant sixteen man land party. You got pool. You got oh games of all sorts. We gotta have. We gotta. Have, we forgot pinball machines in the arcade. Oh yeah, pinball machines. We gotta have dart boards. Dart boards. Dart boards down in the basement. With automatic scoring. Automatic sure. scoring. Um, is there any other really fun like bar games you need? Maybe uh, like uh, I, I've seen some bars have like cornhole tape. That'd be kind of set up some cornhole. Yeah, we'd have that in the Good backyard game. Okay, backyard. Sure. I don't know. I mean, I'd want in my basement like a little workout area, like some heavy bags, some speed bags. Sure. You know, yeah. maybe some, uh, uh, some weight equipment, free weights, stuff yeah. like that. I mean, nah, Nautilus bullshit or you know, Bowflex. <laughs> Bowflex. I want like I want I want fucking free weights. Yeah, industrial strength. Yeah. Weights. <laughs> um, you know, medicine cabinet full of steroids. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Painkillers, yeah, uh, <laughs> steroids, uh, steroids and painkillers. Rooms is full of hookahs and no wait. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a pretty good start to a geek house. I think Absolutely. that uh, we need more geeks to contribute. Oh we yeah, we need to start a forum topic on the forums that talks about the geek house, lay out all these ideas, and have people to add to them. Sure, yeah, definitely. Um, and I guess we'll go ahead and go into the outro. If you guys want to uh, comment on this topic or give your input you can go to our forums at baldmove.com uh we have no dot com screamer today so we'll just keep going Uh, there we go um also we're on itunes uh go ahead and really leave us some reviews up there because we could definitely use them yeah we i mean we want the reviews because we really what we really want to do is build a community that's that's Mm -hmm. you know cool that you know is just based in general geekery and the more people that collaborate the better show is going to be and and money uh, and we're trying to get rich and yeah and then our egos you know we we want our heads big so big that we need to specially double wide doors in our geek house so they'll fit through absolutely and if you want to make our heads massive you can go leave us reviews at itunes light us up five star reviews baby yep um and with that said i think until next time i'm jim jones and i'm aaron hubbard ciao
Tones. E.T. phone over here. E.T. Tones. So, no Peter tonight? No Peters in this cast. Peter no free. Peters. Gluten free and Peter free. And pant free. We're free balling tonight. That's true. Free balling on the podcast. Yep. And I'm free, free balling. It's like Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant plays every game with no underwear. Oh God, yeah, they're just like <laughs> flopping up and down off his thighs. Like conga drums. Conga drums on strings. You need to know.